breakfast looking puffy from the present zone Someone's little sister had me marching to the metronome The Maharaji's on the mountain with a megaphone Reaching for the secrets and the static on the stereo Monday, July 4th, 2022. Holy Commute is the only daily morning podcast dedicated to all things football. We're back for our July 2022 season. I'm Paul Cook. Well, once again, uh, your Monday host for this season. I'm joined today by special guest host, friend of the show, Connor Young. Connor, thanks as always for stepping in here. Of course, Paul, thanks for having me on. Glad to be here. So we're... Um, I don't know. We're about you know, we're in July, so we're halfway through the summer. Um, about four months into the season, with uh, four months to go, I guess, till the end of October. Um, so I, I thought this show would kind of just you know maybe talk about some of the stuff that uh, you know I don't, I don't think you and I. Well, yeah, I don't think we've, we've. I don't think you've played probably as much maybe as normal up to this point. At least it kind of feels that way with that one MAW canceled tournament. Um, and then same for me, just not having, you know, just that one being canceled. But there's still a lot of stuff going on, both in MAW and out um, and outside of it. And then we got a lot of stuff coming up. We'll kind of touch on some of that stuff as well. or get your thoughts on that. But um, uh, first, let's, you know, let's just start with MAW. So, like, we're, we're three tournaments in. We got three to go. Actually, by the time you listen to this, we'll have four tournaments down um, and two to go. Um you know, what are your sort of overall impressions of these first three tournaments? Anything sort of stick out to you the way things have played out? Any surprises in terms of the teams that are competing and not competing? Um, I'd say, I'd say things are shaking out pretty close to how people would say they would um, or would have predicted them to. Um, I think, I, like me personally, I would have had us probably sitting a little closer to Voodoo and Jugs than we are right now. But um, for the most part, like one through four to five, six, like the, that core team, I think looks similar with, if not very close to what most people had. Um, I'd say one team that's maybe underperforming along, we're underperforming for one another team, I think is uh, the Ridley Park Magic. They have, they seem like they haven't really gotten it going yet either. Uh, opening day, they had a strong showing, but since then, um, I know they've struggled to get guys to the field and stuff. So I feel like that's going to be um, something to watch the rest of the year for sure. And if we can get guys to the field, that'd be great too. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and like, and, and that's that's been a thing for like a lot of. I feel like a lot of teams this you know this year. Like Voodoo's really sort of been the only consistently 
getting guys to the you know field type of team um but yeah they like really park especially uh having to go as a two-man basically a two-man twice uh they need to you know sean bigner needs to find a way to, to get off mail duty for a weekend so they can get him i know that's guy's too busy dropping off mail you get a job yeah jobs have killed many a wolf of all career yep. um, come on i'll live on the streets before i let that happen shire will take you in um, <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> but yeah but like and it's so like off of that like do you think that that's sort of um what this well let me let me back off for a second here so the maw playoff format is uh six teams and we're back to the best of three series this year so the first two teams get uh buys and that's, that'll be on the overall point standings um I, I guess just for your team like so you're because you're kind of on the outside looking game right now for that buy mm. does that how big is that does that concern you or um yeah, I mean, as like a week ago, if you would ask me about it, I would have told you that's our number one priority right now is getting like maintaining one of those top seeds. Like this last tournament was huge for us because we knew we weren't going to Pittsburgh. Yeah. So we needed to have a big showing and we just we didn't make it out of a uh, pool play. Um, so for us, like our sites, like obviously like, we'd like to have two big tournaments, maybe win two going out the gate and then maybe have a shot. But I think mathematically it's going to be really, really tough to do that. So for us, it's just about uh hopefully stay like we got to stay in that three if not higher um and then just preserve arms be smart just get at bats and just we we, we were like the main thing right now too is just hit our stride going into that playoff event you know what i mean because you could yeah, yeah. if you have the talent and you're you're hot at the time you could be we could beat any of those teams and that goes for everyone well and yeah no, i agree I, I think what's interesting about um the format this year is just you know so you look at the top three teams you know so you could potentially play nine games right it's a, mm -hmm. to, to win the whole thing but you look at you look at the top three teams you guys voodoo and juggernauts you know if and it's a big if you know especially if you're the juggernauts or and even your team uh if you're gonna have every guy there but if like those three teams have every guy there nine games isn't really insurmountable you, you guys probably have the least pitching depth there but i you, agree yeah for us it's it's we're the team that needed that by probably the most yeah, out of three right. of us yeah yeah but 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 even you guys and i guess that's why that's like this is if let's just say you know come september you guys are still third or fourth or whatever um you know you don't have to give away the farm here but like just how do you think you approach that is it just trying to get through do you do you throw like do you throw styles right away to just try to get through um, these series in two games, you know, up front, or do you, you know, do you try to avoid playing those third games or yeah, what do you do? Um, no, I mean, I'd probably stay with consistent with what I've pretty much done in the past. I think I'm all, which is always like, I, I don't go to that guy until it's like, it, like I would, I would say I treat that semifinal series probably like the championship. Like that's where you let a guy go. You know what I mean? Are you but yeah. your best guy go like that's the most important because when you get to the finals you don't know what type of uh what type of what how many bullets the opposing team's gonna have you know that's that's where you kind of just go out there and play three games and hope you out you outlast them but um yeah i think for us that first series is going to be a series we're going to need one of our not top our not ace to gut out and win for us you know what i mean that for us to have a shot to win the whole thing you got to get styles to at least the semis but i mean any game any game he has the ball in right now and kenny jr and with man are there i feel like we can't lose so I'll take our chances. And his arm this year is just insane. So who knows? Maybe I just let him throw all day. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't kill him. But like, uh, it's a kind of a stupid question, but like, you know, what styles this year, like where would you 
where would you rank him among fast pitch pitchers now? Top three, top five, top one? I'm biased. I'm like, I really, like biased. I, I, even when I tell when I talk to him about this or anyone on my or anyone else, I'm like, I'm biased. But like right now, that's like he might be the scariest man with the wiffle ball when he's throwing right now because he just like it's nothing against people that he's faced, but like so everyone just looks lost. You know what I mean? He's just he's already he's just got such a great pitcher's mentality already, which is one yeah. something like. You, you don't get 90% of the guys in the gate coming into the game with, and he's already got that. And he's just, the kid's just the dog. And honestly, he works, he probably works harder than anyone in the sport right now. So, I mean, the sky's really the limit for him. Me personally, he's, he's the best pitcher in the game right now, but again, I'm biased and that's just because he's on my team probably, but the kid's a beast, man. He really who is. Have, who else do you have in that conversation? If Styles is the best who else <laughs> right now, who's, you know, who's thrown in 2022. Who's throwing fast pitch in 2022? Uh, I mean, I, I think I think Ryan McElrath is for sure. I mean, that that's a, that's the thing with Styles that he doesn't have the the track record, obviously, because he's newer. So it's harder to it's harder to make that fair argument to put him with a lot of those guys. But I mean, right now, like the toughest guy, the other guy I'd say is the tough, like scariest dude with wiffle ball right now is probably Ryan McElrath. I mean, when he when he's healthy and throwing hard with that ball, no one really hits him. Yeah, and so I'd say th- those two are on a different level right now. And then, of course, you have your guys you see at UFs, like your Steffies, your Dolbys, you know, those guys who come out. Um, but, I mean, on, like, a regular basis, those two impress me the most, for sure. Uh, Ryan and Styles, And Jordan, Jordan's great, too. He just doesn't throw as much or as uh, many games, I guess, as he used to. But um, he, he's throwing harder than I feel oh, like yeah. ever, too. I mean, I'd even put him in the conversation that he's still a top five, top ten guy, but he doesn't want to throw. <laughs> no, but I, I I definitely put him up there. Like it was funny when we were um when I was announcing the uh finals um at the last tournament that uh the last tournament in York uh a couple weeks ago. Forget I think it was Ben Schaefer was like in the YouTube chat and he goes, Oh, you know, I I'm surprised they're throwing you know Jordan here, but like the fact that Jordan hadn't thrown a game to that point, I, I think people sort of forget because Jordan is such like a workhorse that like if he backs off yep. a little bit and, and if you can put him in that position to throw that one game, he's oh I'm jealous. Just getting getting being in a spot where it's like oh maybe I won't throw him and win the tournament or maybe I'll have to throw the finals and just throw 100. percent That's a great. I have jealous of his role. That's that's a great role. I mean, I wish, but uh, yeah, he's he's, been- he's gonna be able to throw till he's 45 probably. He's just saving bullets for like 2038. I think he's going to be able to do that anyway, regardless. But yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> now, he, now he may make it to like 50 and still like, you know, winning tournaments every other week. Yeah. I mean, you he'll, just, he'll just have the same exact pitching style. He'll just stay low and throw yeah. like 20 miles per hour slower. It'll be sick. Well, and, 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 and that's the thing I love about watching Jordan is like, uh, you know, because again, like when you're announcing games, he's throwing, it's like, you know, he, he's, he's basically a three pitch pitcher and it's, you know, it's all just sort of working, you know, up and down in the zone and kind of changing your eye level, but like, you know, yeah, I mean, he, he is he, like, you could like, I, I get what you mean when you say he's like a three pitch pitcher kind of guy, but like he, I, he probably would never talk about it, but I, I know like a lot of guys <laughs> like him about that knowledge. Like he's, he might be throwing a riser and a drop, like what it looks like to most people 90% of the time. But like when you really like dissect it, like guys like that, they're throwing a riser one from the same angle that, that shoots up a little bit. And then one that kind of slides over then one that maybe doesn't come up at all and stays flat. I, I know what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Oh, no, I, know, I, I know, but that's, that's to a to a non um, to a non pitcher like myself, you know, who in you know, I, I like to think I, um, you know, maybe know a, a little bit more just after watching so much of this year. But like, yeah, that's how it looks to me. It just looks like he's just throwing three pages. It looks like this guy doesn't, you know, you know, I feel like I've had that conversation so many times too. Just from like watching, you see like you think a guy's throwing simple stuff, and it's like no, he's one's tailing a little bit more, one's not. 
it's coming from the same spot. You, it's all read and react. It's a pain in the ass. Especially right. when guys throw hard like that. You got to make a split second decision or just commit to a pitch and stuff. Yeah. And, that, and that's a huge thing with him is he just, like you said earlier, he, he's still one of the harder throwers. And I think, I, I think, you know, it's easy to forget that over the years, um, you know, when he has taken more of a role where he's been more of a pool play pitcher and has had to conserve himself and has had a lot of innings when he's in a role like he is now, you know, you can really sort of, it really suits him well. And like, I think it's kind of, it's kind of funny too, because he's, you know, with the MLW stuff, it's the same thing. He's just pitching. Um, I think he's pitching multiple games. I think a couple of times he's pitched two games a week and they play whatever they play three innings or something. So mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He could, uh, he, he could, he could throw 40 innings. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 he could, but, but, but all I'm saying is like, he's, it's just like, funny watching him do that wind up and not throw as hard as he can. It, it, it's, it's very, I, I told you this before, but like Tim hates watching Jordan throw a yard because he just, he just thinks it's like it's the funniest thing in the world. Whole, like, like, why is this guy like holding back? Like an MLW looks even weirder. Cause then he's got the fuck in and he's, and he's out there on that field. He just looks completely, you know, uh, a lot of plays. That's hilarious. Yeah. He, he's definitely got one of the goofier looking yard windups. I don't even think like his windups that ridiculous. I just think it's because it's such like a fast pitch windup and I'm just used to the guy seeing the guy throwing 95 doing that all the time. And then it comes out 45 and it just looks ridiculous. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. He, he still does the same fast pitch windup where it's all, and it's all quick beginning. And then he gets, you know, he gets kind of like, you know, almost sort of perpendicular. Everything just slows then, down. Then it slows down. There's a little hop and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. It's like he's dancing out it's there. Goofy. But, but but enough of Jory's. He's got his own podcast. Yeah, he's, he's got he's got enough going on. Yeah, we, we don't need to talk about him the whole time on this. Um, in terms, you know, is there any other before we get off of MAW? Um, there's been some you know pretty good team performances this year. Some good player performances from like, um, you know, under the radar teams. One of one of my sort of uh, favorite things about the season so far through three tournaments. Um, we kind of did a graphic on this the other day is just you know it's just sort of the parody there's been seven different teams that have made a final four um you know you've got a lot of teams you know um that are always kind of in the mix it's just they need the right draw need the right break you know the risers had a great run last tournament the yaks have had a good start to their season is there any any of those teams that um or players on those teams or any other teams that kind of stick out to you that are having a, um, a memorable season oh I mean, I'm going to sound like a broker record saying this, but Cap. I, I, Cap's yeah, I just, knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> he, that, that guy is a freak, man. Like, I've, I've never seen anything like him, honestly. Like, I, you know, like just how much, how much weight he carries and what he does, how much he brings to the table every game. He's just, he's such a pain in the ass to play, man. Even when I beat him, it's just, I have to grind it out the entire game. And he, no one really grinds shit out as well as him. So he's, he's a menace. I got mad respect for Cap. That's a guy that I definitely, definitely love to play attorney with their season with one day for sure. When uh, my guys leave me, when I wash up, <laughs> maybe Cap will take me. Cap will still have to throw all day, but maybe he'll take me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's definitely gonna be better shape than you, no matter what, no matter yeah. what the ages are. Yeah, I'm offering my services for 2033. He'll still be, he'll still be throwing hard. Yeah, and like this, just what gets me about him is just like, you know, it's. It's a competitive nature. We could kind of talk about that a lot in Wiffle Ball, but like, and I think there's a lot of guys that talk about, you know, being competitive and stuff and mm-hmm. don't, you know, but maybe don't really sort of, you know, understand what that gra- what that really, really means. And you look at a guy like Cap, like to me, like that's the textbook. If you do the Wiffle Ball dictionary, talk yeah, about he it, defines right? it. He's, he's, he's a bulldog. Yeah, 100%. I agree. And he just, and he just does it all the time. It's like, 
you know, and he doesn't doesn't complain, just goes out there and does his job all day. And I wouldn't call it complaining, but as, as someone, you know, that helps run these tournaments, you know, I, I have heard from him sometimes of, you know, oh, can we get our next game going? You know, as, as oh, yeah. a little bit, a little bit quicker heard him get fired as he's like sitting that. there stretching, trying to keep loose. <laughs> I was, I was warming up for our game opening day. We were playing them in like the quarters or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went out there to warm up. It was really fun. He'll probably laugh at this. I, I was warming up. Mm-hmm. And I have my hoodie on and I'm like warming up as fast as I can. I'm like, I'm sorry, Cap. Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get loose as fast as I can. I can see him like doing his leg stretches, like doing his lunges <laughs> side to side and shit. And I was just freaking out. And he, and he, he responds like, no, it's fine. And I was just like, oh God, he's, he's not, <laughs> it's not fine. <laughs> it's, it's not fine at all. He's, I'm taking way too long. So I just hustled <laughs> up and tried to get ready as quick as I could out of respect. Cause yeah. like that's, I got, I got like the ultimate respect for what he does. He goes out there and games all day and throws every game at, an age none of us will probably be able to throw at. So, I mean, I try and get ready as quick as I can, but I'm getting old too. So he's, he's got to work with me a little bit. But <laughs> love cat. Another guy that's, that's standing out to me a lot this year too. He's he stood out to me for a few years now too, is uh Bryce Clark. He's, yeah. he's got some of the most electric stuff in the league, in my opinion. No, his I ball's think. moving more this year too. I feel like, like a lot more. Yeah. No, I mean, he's the, the, the last, you know, it's, he just, he found his command. It just, it just kind of happened at some point. And then, when he yeah, did things that, just started clicking. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 and when he and when that clicked and when he found that, it allowed him. You know, now he can throw hard every time. Like before, you know, his velocity was up and down because I think he was just trying to, you know, he was aiming a little bit, trying to find the zone. Now he's just letting go all the time. And yeah, I, I agree with you. He's he's yeah, a no, well, yeah, he, would, he would yank that slider a lot, and he would just not be able to locate a lot. I see a lot of lefties do that. I've seen Evan Ish like not have that. They just yank that pitch and not have control of it against lefties or certain guys a lot too. Um, but yeah, he looks like he's just letting the ball fly and just letting the ball do the work. It's moving a ton more. He's hitting spots. It's sick. I, I won't hit Bryce if we plan on Tony right now. But two guys I can't hit in this league right now, other than Brad, when he throws it right down the middle, are uh, <laughs> Cap and Bryce. I can't hit them. No shot. Do you, th- do you think it's anything of a lefty-lefty thing? or is it Oh, certain- no, it is. But it's there's some lefties I feel really good against. But there's some lefties when they just have certain type of stuff or just know, like, pitch me well, I just can't get them, like, Oh, I've gotten cap a couple times like with my share of like just RBI singles or doubles or maybe a triple or two. But like I, I don't take the guy deep and I don't really see him. Well, it's only because I've seen him 8000 times. You know, what I mean, I've seen him as much as I've seen anyone in the league at this point on a wall field. Yeah. So I should have a few singles, but he's also robbed like 36 of them. It's ridiculous. <laughs> my batting average, my career batting average in this league is probably down like 80 points just because of him robbing me. I, I, I got to pull your splits against Cap. Yeah, I, I bet they are like real. I, I think you're right. Ridiculous. You probably faced him more than anyone. They, they're probably they're probably not pretty, but it's ridiculous. I have nightmares of him just sliding across the grass in his knees and stealing, catching every wiffle ball I hit for the rest of my life. It's horrifying. And, and, and not to you know, um, uh, we'll, we'll get off Cap in a second here, but uh, not to keep tooting his horn. But uh, uh, the other thing I really like about him, you know, again, just from the whole competition standpoint, is I love that. You know, he, you said, you know, you want to play with him and he, he could, you know, he could attach himself to pretty much any team because he's mm-hmm. also a good guy and, you know, veteran you want around. And, you know, I love that he's, you know, taking, um, you know, Jerry and Chris uh, with him and really, I think he's really helped Chris a ton. A hundred percent. A lot more consistent under his tutelage and like, even for United Wiffle Ball, um, he, you know, he, he did a post the other day that they're looking for, you know, four. So I, I shared it from MAW and whatever. And then 
I, I went to the post a little bit later and I saw he had added it because before it just said, we're looking, you know, looking for a pitcher tryouts coming, mm-hmm. you know, coming soon. Then I saw he added in the post to be more specific. Um, I don't know if he did because we shared it or not, but he said, you know, looking for a, a local rookie <laughs> to add mm-hmm. to the team. And I, I love that, that he's, you know, he's not just trying to find some guys trying to develop another new guy, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and just, you know, that's what he's done with Jerry and Chris. And it's really cool to see. Yeah, and well, going off of him playing with uh, Jerry and Chris, that's that's the other thing about a guy like Cap. Like, when you have a guy who goes out there and plays like he does and has, like, that drive like he does, that's contagious, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure I'm sure without him even saying anything, Chris and Jerry just feed off that when you see a guy go out there and gut it out like that, you know? Like, I remember – I can remember days of Jordan going out there and throwing 30 innings for us in that wild card tourney, and we're – like, we're just trying – you're just trying to win for him at that point point, do everything you can. You know, that that just makes everyone around you better. Yeah, that, that one form Tim played with uh... – Jerry and Cap last year. I mean, Tim staved off death. I th- death. I think just you oh know. God. I, I think just for Cap. <laughs> if, if it was oh someone else, do you, remember, do, you remember the, do you remember the towel throw? He had the towel on his head, and he made yes. the throw, and the towel just swung across his face. That was amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Everyone thought it was funny except for him. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> He's he dying. Just, That's the only reason why he can't laugh at this. Oh up. yeah, no, he, he, he found it funny. Him. He was just trying to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> It was bad, man. Like you guys, it's funny because you guys usually used to have to come up to me and like make sure I drink something and don't die. But he looked, he looked as bad as I ever have. Maybe, maybe the day we beat Ridley in the final, me and Joe that one day, I looked about that bad. But oh yeah, yeah, you were, you were right. He's going through it. Yep. Um. All right, so uh, I want to go forward here in a second, but uh, so the only other really place you've got to play this year is uh, is uh, Yard. and this is going to be a very, very sort of broad question, um, but like, you know, as, as someone that's just falling from a distance, what's what, what sort of two or three takeaways, you know, off the top of your head that you know I should take away from you know so far in the yard season? Um, first off, we're not good. Earl is a bad yard team officially, <laughs> like really bad. Like first round exit right? at best, bad. Um, we can't hit. Johnny's the only one who can hit, and then. When Johnny doesn't hit, that's when I hit, but then we still don't hit enough to score. I mean, to win. Um, but uh, overall, I mean, enemy's still enemy. They're still probably going to win almost any tourney that T. Wagner shows up to. Um, and I mean, Whiffink, Whiffink's up there as another top team. I'd say, uh, who am I forgetting? Who's really competing this year? Uh, I don't know the field. It's weird. There's, it, 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 it almost, wow, people are going to not like this, but it almost seems like the, the competition is in a stick this year. Do you know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. we're bad. We were supposed to be good. So there's really not as many like great top tier teams. Uh, SOM, they're another, they're another sick yeah. team, obviously. Like, they could, they could win a national championship any year still. They'll probably have a shot still in five years. I mean, Jay Vantresca still is one of the best hitters, if not the best hitter on the planet. Um, so that's another team I definitely look out for, but. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part, it's been like that same core three, four teams, um, minus pandemic who split up. But yeah, yeah, it's just been yard. It's been it's been exciting. It's been fun. It's been hot. Yeah, and we've been bad. Well, at least it's been. I'm like I made W tours where every 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 you know every single weekend is you know is like ten degrees. Every single Saturday we play is ten degrees you know cooler than the day before. Uh, That's fine. I, I'm usually praying for rain. I'm like doing the rain <laughs> dance on Fridays. Like I want to slay Tris. Give me, give me, give me rain that we can play through. That's all I want. It, 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 running the towards it makes me too nervous. You're 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 taking ten years off of my life with your you know with your wish mm-hmm. there in the rain. Listen, I just like playing. I just like playing a little bit of rain. It's fun. <laughs> um. 
I feel like every time it rains a little bit, we do well too. So I'm trying to think now. Yeah. I mean, that's probably times they won the playoffs. It rained. Uh, the Ridley tourney, tourney, both times it rained. That's right. Yeah. Um, I don't think we did well the one time regardless. There's been many times it's rained and we've done well. It's just, I don't know why. (laughs) Key to oral success. Um, looking ahead. So a couple weeks, um, we got the NWA tournament coming up. I think, I think it's a little smaller field than usual. I, I, I think I saw today, uh, 12 teams. Um, all right, so maybe give us an exclusive here, uh, revealing the, uh, the 2022 scum Lords roster. Wow. Uh, yeah, I could do that. Let me, let me pull it up because <laughs> I know it off the top of my head, but I'm going to forget someone's name and I'm going to be an asshole. So I'm just going to pull up the list before I forget. All right. So the roster for this year is myself, Red, Colin Prentice, Adam Middlestead, Ben Stant, Nick Lee, Ryan McElrath, and Tim McElrath. That was a lot. So, so yeah, Nick's news to me. I, I, I like that addition a lot. Um, uh, I kind of, you know, uh, as, as my uh, um, Monday, Monday morning GMing you, I was kind of, I kind of felt like you guys were like, like one, you know, one pitcher shorts. I can kind of handle some of the earlier games that he, he, he can definitely, you know, I mean, he can get you later games too, but he can definitely get yeah. those early games. Well, I think, yeah, I think having Nick allows us to just let him eat a ton of pool play innings and get Colin further fresher. You know, maybe he goes, he goes that third game or is fresh till DE, but we're going to be able to get um, fresher innings out of him later. So I think that Nick just gives us a lot more depth and kind of pushes our whole rotation up a whole spot. You know, maybe we can get me or me or red both fresh this Sunday. Who knows? But, um, I mean, having the McElrath back, too, obviously Ryan's an ace. He's a bona fide ace in his style, one of the best pitchers, if not the best pitcher in this style. Um, and I think uh, Tim Tim can Tim could very well give us just, like, as many good innings, you know, if his arm's good and he's throwing strikes. I've seen him keep us in a lot of games at uh, NWA, so who knows? You know, a lot, of guys, a lot of guys that could take the ball for us. I'd say there's at least five, five six arms. Uh, so, like, if you had to sort of name one thing or two things, um, I think it's kind of the, the three other times MAW has been at the NWA tournament. I don't think it's been one sort of, you know, pattern. There's been a couple different things that have sort of kept you guys from going over the hump. But if you had to name one or two things that you're really, as you know, the captain of this team, that you're really sort of focused on this year that you think are sort of the keys to success, you know, what are they? Is it getting a certain pitcher to Sunday? Is it getting a certain amount of pitchers to Sunday? Is it something else? Um, well, I think, I think with us not having Jordan um, both on the mound and in the, on at the plate, but then also having the McElrath back as two arms and two bats that will definitely be in the lineup. Uh, I think that kind of just changes our whole dynamic on both sides of the ball. So I think like our whole plan as to who we need to get fresh to Sunday along with Ryan and so on uh, with pitching plans is obviously a big key for us. But I think another thing is this year, us just continuing to hit like build off last year. Like if me and red, can hit near to what we hit last year, even a little better. And the Mikel Rast just get their bodies there um, because they're just <laughs> freaks. And all they do is lace, lace every ball with a clean uh, yellow bat and clean ball. So if we can just do our part, I think they're going to show up and do their thing. And we're going to score a lot more runs this year. Um, not that we wouldn't have, want to have Jordan in the lineup too. It's just getting two big bats uh, be helpful. And just having, having a, a full four that we feel is just as strong as last year. If not stronger, is, is there any team that um, 
in the, you know, in the, in the field this year that you're, you know, do you kind of want to play? Maybe you haven't, or maybe you have, and you just want to play them again. Uh, I mean, to me at this point with this, like, I don't really have any gripes with anyone, anyone that's on the other team. I don't like at that time. I want to beat them, but I mean, I don't really have any personal beef or I'm like gunning for certain teams or things. So whoever is good, that's there. I want to beat. like, I mean, obviously like we want to play Yonkin. Like that's no, that's no doubt. I mean, Yonkin seems great, but we want to, we want to play him because he won last year. We want to beat him, show that we're better. You know, that's no doubt or all lost, but um, yeah, I'd say, I, I don't know if Flackney's going this year, but that's another guy who's always been a really good, really, really good player. And, uh, in that style and has won that style. So we obviously want to play guys like that too, at that level that have had success there. I, I like, I asked you who you want to play and your immediate thought was, you know, was, was, was who, who you have a few. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, you know, on like a, a personal level, there's no one really I'm like targeting. I just want to play the best okay. teams at this point at that tournament. Yeah. Now, now it's just about going, finally winning that tourney and then winning it as much as possible until the tourney's not run anymore. Yeah. Um, all right, and then kind of wrapping us up here, sort of looking ahead. Where uh, since we are at the halfway mark, it's you know it's, it's kind of time you can start looking ahead to October, and uh, um, we'll have a lot more news about United Wiffle coming out. Um, you know, all, all the time over these next few months, but it, it's it's kind of you know time to start gearing up for that. It's uh, it's it's pretty exciting this year, just you know from my perspective. Um, we're you know it's, it's back to forty teams, but. You know, these things trend, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of teams say they're interested in or not or whatever, but, you know, still based on, you know, sort of the, the trends we have now and the the teams that are kind of out there, it looks like, you know, um, it looks like it's going to, it looks like it's going to fill up pretty easy, easily to the point that, you know, we, we may actually be looking at, um, you know, some people being left out, which isn't, isn't the worst thing in the world. It means the demands there, but, um, you know, as we start to look forward to that, you know, so first let's talk about your team. Um can you give us for anyone? I I guess you, you can refuse to give this away too. But if you want to give your roster, because I know you, you probably can release that publicly. But another yeah, I'm gonna give away the entire pitching plans and lineup too. <laughs> it's not my team. I'm just I'm now I'm just trying to cause a riot for Didio. You know, Didio can clean this up later. Um, no, I actually don't know the entire pitching plans or anything because Didio runs the team, and I'm, <laughs> I don't get told anything. I'm left in the dark. Um, but no, the uh. Uh, also, I did want to say I don't think we'll have you'll have any trouble reaching that forty team mark. I don't think that's gonna be a problem. Um, but for this year, we think it's gonna be Kenny Jr., Anthony Didio, myself, Mike Styles, and Ham. Um, just to go back to what you said a second ago, I want to get into the roster in a second. Uh, to ask you about your teammates, but so you know because most of the for most of the last you know i, I think basically since maw started and then you brought earl over to yard i think more often than not and then now at the nwa tournament too you've been you know a team captain uh do you feel it's any different at tournaments when you aren't a captain of a team or do you feel it's this it's the same for you is there like a different you know vibe or um i mean from like a from like a mindset standpoint, I'm not focusing so much on like I'm I'm thinking about matchups or worrying about who's hitting, who's pitching, whatever. Like I'm more so if I'm just playing and I'm not running the team, like in the sense I'll probably be doing UFs, I'll more so just be like if I see something, like I'll get in styles here and say something he's while he's pitching or hitting, stuff like that. Just more more kind of communicate and just help out where I can. But I mean, I don't, re- I don't hate not being, not running the show every time. It's not the worst thing in the world to me. I kind of just get to relax and play, you know? So every once in a while, it's nice. Some of those, some of the tournaments where I just get to play, I end up having some of my best tourneys. So 
We'll see. I'm not I'm not totally against it. Um, but obviously I'm just so accustomed to running the team uh that I like doing it. But we'll see. I'm not I'm I'm good with it for the year though. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna be over there on the sideline telling Didio what to do. <laughs> Hey, if he gets out of line, I'll do what I got to do. <laughs> I'll do what I got to do. Uh, so, you know, with, with, with Styles now on this team along with him, uh, you know, that gives you two, you know, not you, but it gives your team, um, you know, two really sort of frontline pitchers. Oh, um, you mean three, right? Yes, and, and, and Diddy, yeah. Uh, oh, my God, <laughs> Paul. That is the worst thing you could have said to me. I knew as soon as I said that, I said <laughs> Oh, you lobbed it up there. <laughs> um, but you know, but yeah, like in, uh, no, I know what you mean though. Go, go on. I mean, you got those guys, and then you know, and then also you know, the, the new, the different thing this year, um, is you know, the tournament's going to get down a little further on Saturday evening. So, um, you know, there's three games on three games. You know, definitely, you know, barring any, you know, weather catastrophes. Uh, you know, three games maximum on Sunday compared to four or five that you had to play on Sunday in previous years. Um, you know, and again, not asking, you don't know what the pitching plans are. So I guess you can answer this because you're not going to give anything away since it's Didio's plans anyway. How do you kind of see that shaking out with like when you are a team like you guys, you have like two top level pitchers. Um, and then you've got you that can throw multiple games. You know, you could basically get, you know, uh, you can get the guys through pool play if you got the right matchup in the final 16, you know, like maybe that's a game for you. How do you sort of navigate that? You know, cause there's always the concern of leaving, of waiting too long to go to your, you don't want to leave too much on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know who's going to be the ace between those two. Um, obviously they're both two top arms right now in the sport. Um, but obviously the way our roster is built, having those two guys will probably allow us to be able to, have if we need to if we feel the matchups right throw one of our top two pitchers in a big game Saturday night maybe if we feel the need to or if we just want to go for it and we feel like another guy can throw all day Sunday or we're gonna have who knows we could set it up so that we have me or Didio fresh with that guy who's gonna be fresh Sunday so God forbid that we need to pinch out some innings out of one of us we could so there's a lot of ways we could play it but I I can't see it going any like it's like you know I, I think if anyone else thought about it probably go troll like we all kind of have an idea of how this will probably go i mean we have the option so we don't want to just leave them all sitting there waiting right um but i do want to say i love that the uh field sunday shrinking this year just because i love those saturday night games i think that atmosphere is just like one of the best at like best times in wiffle ball is that saturday night the fast pitch nct having the big elimination games and then also it just allows you to get that final game going a little earlier so maybe you get a few more people to stick around so i'm pumped for that for sure so yeah, I think Saturday is going to be a lot of fun this year, especially with the, um, you know, the 16 youth teams, um, you know, they're going to be playing their prelim yep. games. So it's, it's not going to be as high as stakes, but they're going to be playing their prelim games, aside, you know, right aside, right next to these, you know, these really high stakes, uh, you know, games. I think you're going to have a lot of uh, yeah, really cool. They're happening. playing Saturday, right? They're going to be finishing Saturday night. They no, no, they're, they're, they're going to play Sunday. So it's, it's, it's a normal MLW format where you play two, okay. prelim, two prelim games on Saturday. Everyone makes it to Sunday and then you play your final. Gotcha. Oh, that's awesome. That's like, okay. That's not, that's a shorter turn. Well, that's great though. I mean, just like, even just like having those kids in the stadium though, getting to see the whole, you know I mean? The whole rest of the tournament going on, see all these guys throwing 90 plus miles per hour would be just awesome. 
yeah, no, I, I, I think that's something, yeah, we're all kind of really excited about. Like, I was talking to who's, oh, sort of Blake at a tournament earlier, and he was like, you know, he's, he's not that old, but he's like, so this is a few years ago for him. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I wish we had this, you know, a few years ago. You know, when I oh, was my like, God. Yeah. I would have killed, I would have killed yeah. for this when I was like, when I was like 15, 16. I would have, I would have gone out there and ran through everyone. I would have called up Tui, would have showed up and just smoked <laughs> everybody. Oh, you guys would have, you guys, yeah, I just would have ran through it. <laughs> we would have smoked everyone. We got like halves or ham back then we all like we're on youtube and stuff and oh we get stan well yeah we'll go out oh my god we would have murdered everyone 10 round everyone. <laughs> um but, but no, i don't it, think it, it really, really is awesome this whole mlw thing going on at uwifs um, i think the youth movement's really important for the future of like the sport especially on a national level i mean these kids are going to grow up and throw a whole 90 one day too so i mean they i would hope they want to come and try and throw 90 to us so i can hit it 200 feet out of the park or Maybe I'll strike out and let Kenny Jr. hit the 200-foot home run. But either way, <laughs> I would like them to bring that to my front door in another five, six years when they can. Yeah, now that's – that's it's, you know, it doesn't get said – it gets said a lot, but it still doesn't get said enough. Just, you know, what MLW is doing for the uh, – you know, for all of us and for the sport. And, yeah, we're all really, really excited to, uh, to see that. Um, the one thing I was going to say is if you tried to play – with stand under 17 when he was whatever 16 or whatever we probably wouldn't have let him play because we, no one was going to believe he was under you know I, I still don't believe he's his age now no one's going to buy no one back then was going to buy his under 17 is it i didn't did, did stan look young when he was that young or did he still look okay he did so he he i, I from what i just i can't remember what stan looked like from like 16 <laughs> to 19 exactly like what you know what the whole makeup of him was like exactly but um i could tell you when he was like 13 or 14 he looked like a little 13 or 14 year old goofy <laughs> little kid. Yeah. yeah. He looked like, yeah, yeah. He would tell you the same thing. I just, I, I remember him showing up his first time and he had like this little Miller hat on, Miller white hat on and he showed up with his little, <laughs> little cut wiffle balls and he played me in his first game and I hit two, two bombs off him. Like my first at bats and it was welcome, like a big welcome to the league kid moment, you know? Yeah. And now I can't get a ball past him. And he just bombs me on every video. Yeah. Like, you're not alone there at least. No, I'm pretty sure I've given up the most bombs to him on any of our media stuff. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. You he, know he, it. You're the one trimming it half the time. He, he, he had that one in Jackson against you in what, what was the 2000? Oh, he hit the sky. Yeah. The, I, mean, I, mean, the, I mean, that one may have been like. I was 9,000 feet in the air. I was throwing smoke that day, too. And he just, he, yeah. And that works yeah. for three. You can I can get by stand if I'm like fresh for three innings throwing. Just like maybe get lucky and get some fast ones by him. Many times it up smokes it to beach ball at that point. I should have known. I should have thrown him fake screwballs. He wouldn't have hit it. You know, that, that, that next time, now you've learned at least. Um, what was the oh last thing I want to say about uh, or I want to ask you about United Whistle, kind of uh, similar to what we were talking about just a few minutes ago is so with me, tangent. Yeah, but it, 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 it's no problem. Uh, with getting down to the eighth Saturday night, and with like you're kind of talking about the pitching matchups, do you think you know one thing that's always interesting to me is the sort of uh, you know, on these two day tournaments, which there really aren't, I don't think, anywhere. I don't think there's really any fat, I mean, besides end of an LA tournament, that's really the only other one where it's a two day fast pitch tournament. Um, do you think that that's changed at all? Um, at BNCT. Um, well, let me, let me rephrase this. So my sort of take, this is like a, a theory I have that like, um, I don't think that ever really mattered, but I, I think it was still kind of like a big talking point. A lot of, you know, times of, you know, trying to save guys for something, this and that, 
I think if you look at the NWA tournament the last few years, I think a lot of those guys just ignore that. It's just, okay, you kind of come in before we're going to throw two days. Um, you know, do you think that that's sort of the prevailing um, theory now at the NCT of like, okay, let's not try to save a guy. Let's just try to go two days. Or do you still think that that's important? Uh, me, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm old school, believe it or not. I'm, I'm save a guy if you can. Like you got it. Like you, if you have to go to that guy, like your best guy, and he's your best option. Save him. Like you save him if you. So it's always you need that best guy fresh to win someday. So you got to do everything you can to get him there, unless you absolutely, absolutely have to throw him Saturday night. Then you do. Um, but that's just me. I'm just a traditionalist. I've always, I've always thought that way. Um, as long as I've been on a team that has the arms to hopefully do that, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, and it's, but it, it, I, you it, do see it every team at the NWA tournament. But me personally, like for me, it's a lot of a lot of it's like comfortability pitcher by pitcher. Like if like when I know when I'm playing with Jordan, he's not throwing Saturday if we're going to win Sunday. He's 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 not throwing until Sunday. That's the plan. You know what I mean? And we just stick to that and you grind it out because you know that's what's going to give you the best shot when you finally get to Sunday. You just gotta you just gotta count on vets like guys like Red, me, Apprentice to get win Saturday and get guys like that there Sunday. You know? Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I've definitely kind of noticed it's on a, there's some guys that can do it. And then, you know, they tend to be, you know, they tend to be of a certain age group, a certain, you know, um, amount. Yeah, of and we have, there. we have two or three guys who can throw back to back days on this roster, in my opinion, between me, Prentice and uh, Red potentially. But, you know, you want to, you want to stay away from that where you can, but to have, to know you have those guys, I think it's huge. Oh yeah. It's a, it's an ace in your pocket. And uh you know, it's funny you said like I'm old. You said you know you're old school and a traditionalist in that way. And like, I, uh, you know, like when I'm since I'm you know older than you and uh, uh, you know played further back. To me, um, it, it kind of put into perspective how things are kind of cyclical. So like, if I was talking to someone that was you know playing back with you know me back in the you know early 2000s or late 90s, they would say that you know the traditional thing is you know it's you get throw the whole tournament. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pick up the ball on Saturday at 8, 8 a.m. and be throwing it still at 6 p.m. Yeah, no, that, that's a different era. That's I'm still no, no, that, it, that doesn't it, count. That's a different generation. No, I, 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 right I totally agree with that. I, I think I think it's better where it is, you know. We have pitchers who have roles. Well, yeah, and this is it's guys keeping their arms fresh and it's you know, and it's yeah. trying to it's it's more um it evolves the sport better too. It makes more guys have to learn how to pitch. Correct. Yeah, it, it, it's more sort of a well-rounded thing, but it, that just sort of hit me because everything's kind of like cyclical and like, um, and then like the other point that sort of hit me when you when you said that was like you know like like it, it is always it's not something you can plan out in advance. Like you look at the Lemonheads last year in the NCT, and mm-hmm. you know they went in with two pitchers, and I don't think again you know those guys in the late '90s aside that you know different game that was just gonna you know. Um, you know, throw 50 innings over uh, two days, you know, I, I think if you look at the overall history of the NCT and these big tournaments, you know, really you need three pitchers to, to really sort of be comfortable. So they, they went in kind of handicapped with two, um, but like, you know, you can still do it like that. And they still could have got it done. It was just, you know, some of the decision-making and that's, that's kind of the interesting stuff to yeah, me. I mean, they, they, they legitimately ran out of bullets. That's the thing. Like they, they did make it like they hadn't, incredible run but it's like they 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 just ran out of like if i think ray just didn't have as much in the tank as styles did i think if styles had a guy who could pitch at that level of ray but had maybe it was maybe able to throw an extra game or so they would have who knows if they could they could end up in the finals you know the meets were tired too 
and if they my great one if from that is so they you know they, they tried to get a game out you know out of pete slater um against you know screw you their first game and you know and pete you know crafty lefty pitched admirably um but uh you know let up some runs so they had to bring in styles anyway in this first game they still end up losing because it was you know it was too late i don't think styles got in his you know 500 warm-ups pre-game so i don't think he was uh he was fully <laughs> loose yet so you know, so that, that cost them, you know, two games. And I, I know the, the format, you know, is back to 2020 this year, but it's still kind of, you know, there's still those elements in there where, Hey, if you lose a game, you add on, an, you know, another game or whatever, two games, if they would have just thrown styles out of the gate, maybe they go three. They probably and, save themselves some innings in the long run. Yeah. They, they would, they would save themselves two games, potentially Styles still pitches styles pitch a fourth game on Sunday. Anyway. Yeah, you're right. That he's okay. Then maybe, now you're into the finals with Ray pitching two games instead of being in the semifinals with Ray pitching two games. It's just, oh, yeah. I love all that stuff. And it's all, you know, you have to, you know, back to our thing about pitching back-to-back days. It's like, you know, all that stuff just kind of plays itself out during the tournament. You just never know how it's, you know, how it's going on. All right. So we, Connor's uh, phone died on us there, but we were, we were wrapping up anyway. So uh, that's it for our uh, first Monday episode here, of uh, July, 2022. Be back next Monday, um, either with Tim or another guest host uh, for our second Monday episode. Tim Dean is in tomorrow with his first episode of the July season, and we'll see everyone next week.